EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hello, you lovely lot. Friday, the 11th of June is the start of the Euros, and we have got your latest EV roundup brought to you directly from EV Comply. How would you feel if I told you that you could make your mini an EV for just 25k? Yeah, sounds good, doesn't it? Well, London Electric Cars reckons you can. They reckon that you don't need that much range in your old Mini, and it's actually possible to start from £25,000 and get a 20-kilowatt battery pack providing between 60 and 70 miles of real-world range. They reckon this will work on most, if not all, Minis in converting them to EVs, and we hope so because it seems like quite a good price. Definitely much cheaper than what's out there at the moment. Renault has outlined plans to turn three of its factories in northern France into the largest electric vehicle production hub in Europe, producing up to 400,000 vehicles a year. The French firm will establish a new legal entity named Renault Electric City. The three sites will produce Renault's forthcoming electric passenger vehicles, including the Megane E-Vision and the 5 EV, along with electric commercial vehicles and EV components. So definitely one to be watching. They say it's not about its size, but what it can do. And this definitely applies to a little-known automaker in China's southwest, because since last July, they have dominated the world's largest electric car market, outselling bigger players and even Tesla almost every month with a tiny EV that starts at just $4,500. Now, the Hongwa Mini is the brainchild of Syke GM, which is Wuling Automobile Co., a joint venture between Syke Motor Corp and the Guangai Automobile Group Co. So the two states are backed automakers and the US giant General Motors Co. Now, Wuling's head of branding and marketing, Zhang Yihing, said in an interview, we keep close tabs on our users. The hurdles to electric car adoption can only be cleared when consumers find using them a comfortable thing. So it is true. Good things come in small packages. I think that their sales stats prove that. Concerns are growing that a new type of car crime could hit the streets of Britain as thieves are targeting the nation's growing number of electric vehicle owners. A number of reports have suggested that there has already been a spike in cases of EV drivers having their charging cables pinched. The leads used to plug into a wall box or public device or the mains turn out to be quite valuable to thieves. In fact, the metal inside the valuable cords are worth around £200 each and crafty thieves are fully aware of their value, so sadly, they do appear to be nicking them when the leads are left unattended. So that's food for thought when charging. Maybe keep your wits about you a little more. In other news, green energy firm Ecotricity has sold its electric highway charging network to sustainable energy business GridServe. The electric highway was the world's first national charging network and played an important role in supporting the shift to electric cars in the UK, with chargers installed all over the country. The sale came after GridServe and Ecotricity recently announced a partnership with the goal of upgrading the UK's charging infrastructure. 
Interestingly, the government is being urged to review the advisory electricity rates for electric vehicles. The Fleet Trade and Training Body, who are the Association of Fleet Professionals, and the British Vehicle Rental and Leasing Association say that the HMRC did approve four pence per mile to be reimbursed to EV company car drivers, but they believe it is no longer fit for purpose. Advisory fuel rates are widely used by employers to determine how much to reimburse employees claiming business mileage. However, they both say that it is no longer reflective of real-world conditions and have written to the HMRC requesting a review of the current AER level. The pair have also asked for the HMRC to establish an ongoing review process for the EV reimbursement rate and for a separate rate to be devised for plug-in vans. Furthermore, it wants Treasury officials to start developing a hydrogen reimbursement rate now, with the potential for more fuel cell vehicles on fleets in the future. Apparently, EV startup Lordstown warned it may have to shut down its business before this year's end as its funds run out. CNN quoted the company as reporting it had $259.7 million in cash on hand as of the end of March. In its quarterly report, which is released in late May, Lordstown said it had booked a loss of $125 million for January to March with cash at $587 million. Wallbox, a Barcelona-based company that develops charging stations for electric vehicles and homes, has agreed to be acquired by Kensington Capital Acquisition Corp in a special-purpose acquisition company deal. The transaction values the combined new company at $1.5 billion and enables Wallbox to go public and trade on the New York Stock Exchange under the WBX ticker symbol. The company will raise about $330 million from a range of investors, including Jonas Henderson Investors, Luxor Capital, Cathay Innovation and Kensington Capital Partners. General Motors, America's largest car manufacturer, has named Mary Barra its chief executive, making her the first woman to head a major auto firm. The daughter of a GM worker, Barra, joined the company at 18 and is currently its global head of production development. The company said the 51-year-old had risen through a series of manufacturing, engineering and senior staff positions in her 33 years with GM. I'm honoured to lead the best team in the business, she said, and I for one am incredibly pleased, girl power. And finally, the government is advertising a contract worth £200,000 for a design team to develop a public electric vehicle charge point that will become similarly iconic to the UK's red phone boxes. Details listed online by the Office for Zero Emissions Vehicles, so OZEV, part of the Department for Transport, say that the brief is to develop an iconic functional public EV charge point that has the potential to become a piece of iconic British street furniture. The design, Ozef says, will be a guide for local authorities and companies who wish to use it with the aim of generating excitement for the public EV charge point rollout. So that is all from all of us here at EV Comply. With the Euro starting today, we wish everybody luck particularly the UK and we hope that you have a fantastic weekend we'll be back with you next Friday keeping you in that all important EV loop remember if you wish to listen to this podcast or any previous podcasts you can via our website that's ev-comply.com we will see you next week 